Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thanks for joining us. I want to ask you a question. Do you know who you are? Do you actually understand who you are? This is the question that as Christians, we have to be able to answer. And it's one that we will continue to answer as we grow in Christ, because when we get more and more revelation of who we are, the answer changes. But the Bible says in Romans chapter 8, it says that all creation groans and waits for the revelation of the sons of God. It's waiting for the sons of God. These these grown-up sons are different than children, right? So we're all children of God. But a son of God is a fully mature son of God, someone who's grown up in the things of God, who's graduated, who's leveled up, who's who's become a fully mature person in the kingdom of God. And it says all of creation groans and waits for that to take place for us. Uh, the scripture today that I'm going to uh, base this off of is uh, Philemon uh, chapter 1 verse 6, and it says that the communication of your faith would become effectual through by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. You know, too many people, and I see it, it's this this uh, mentality and it's a false humility, but this mindset that people have of, you know, I'm just an old sinner saved by grace and I'm weak and I'm frail. And, and, and along with that, they say, things that are right. They say, and God is good. And, and, you know, if it wasn't for him, I'd be this, but you know, he knows my weakness and they allow themselves to live in a place of weakness, weakness, spiritually weakness against sin, weakness against sickness, weakness against the, the, the storms of life. And at some point, I want to I want to give you a, a a warning. Not a, not we're not talking about here losing salvation, although that's within the realm of possibility when you have that um, doctrine, when you have that uh, idea. But the devil, in the book of Job, the devil came to meet with God, and God asked him, "Where have you been?" And he said, I've been roaming around seeking whom I may devour. If you want to know what the devil does, he roams around seeking whom he may devour. And what happened in Job? And I'm not going to go into Job because there's so many questions that come up. But Job said, have you seen my, God said, have you seen my servant Job? And the devil ultimately wasn't able to devour him. But what we see here is that the devil has a plan. The Bible says he goes around like a roaring lion, right? Seeking whom he may devour. The devil's looking for Christians, looking for people that he can see a weakness in their faith, a weakness in their belief, a weakness in their understanding, a weakness in their maturity, and can exploit it and can take advantage of it. If you think the devil's going to pull punches, he does not pull punches. When you see people who are, love the Lord with their whole heart, but they deal with sickness, the spirit of infirmity just runs all over them. You may have someone in your family who, who honestly loves God, who prays every day, who worships, who ties, but just deals with things in their body, sick all the time. The same crucifixion, death, burial, resurrection that Jesus went through for your sins, he went through for your body, he went through for your mind. But what is the disconnect? It's, an, it's a misunderstanding of who you are in Christ. People take this posture of, you know, I'm just a sinner saved by grace. And I'm so grateful that God did this for me without understanding what they've become by salvation. So today I want you to get a clear understanding and I'm not here to talk to your head. Number one, I'm here to talk straight to your heart. So if you need to turn your head off and just open your heart to hear this, I'm going to speak to you. The Bible says that your faith only becomes effective when you begin 
to acknowledge the good things that are in you by Christ Jesus. When Jesus died, half of the gospel is that, yes, Jesus died on the cross for your sins. He took away your sins. He gave you eternal life, but it's who you become because of it. The Bible says we're new creatures in Christ Jesus. We should spend time in the Word of God figuring out what is this new race of creature like? What is this new creation like? Is someone who the world has never seen before? What is he like? What does that person look like? What what victory do I get to walk in? And stop taking the stance of like, well, that's for some people. There's no stars born over someone's cribs. God calls people to certain things. God calls people to different things. There's many, there's 7.5 billion people on the planet. God needs to reach a lot of people. So God, you may look at someone and say, the anointing on their life is amazing, but it's because there's a call for them to go and reach many people. But as, as Christians, If you're in the family of God, God wants you to begin to see who you are in Christ Jesus. You're not weak. You're not beggarly. You're not, oh, you know, I'm just a baby in Christ. You may have been a baby, but it's not okay to stay a baby a long time. There's people who are 15 years born again, got born again at 10 years old, and you're 25 now, and you're still a baby in Christ. You still deal with unforgiveness. You still allow the devil to come in. You still live in sin. People people should not be pushed around by the devil. People, Christians are not called to live a life in and out of sin where sin can just come in, temptation can come in, and they don't know how to get victory over just minor temptations. Things that, honestly, it's enough is enough. The time has come. The Bible says, in describing who you are. Romans 6.14, sin shall no longer have dominion over you. What does this new creature look like? Sin doesn't have dominion over him. He walks in victory. He walks in boldness. Jesus called his disciples to him and said, I give you authority over all the power of the devil. All. And he said, I gave you authority over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of diseases. You know, the child of God, you know, the, 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 the disciple of God, the disciple of Jesus, every single believer by the baptism of the Holy Ghost is, is called to heal every sickness and every disease and to cast out devils. That's your calling. What does this new person look like? Some people, you may, you've, you've, you may be checking out the moment I say that. This is the Bible. At some point, this is what's going to happen. I want to tell you what will happen in the future. If you don't decide, I will walk in victory over sin. I will walk in victory over sickness. I will walk in victory over depression. I will walk in victory over all the power of the devil. If you don't decide and you go after it in your prayer life, in through the word of God, in, in asking God to reveal to you who you are, in diligently searching the word for it, at some point, if you don't have victory over those things, those things will have victory over you. And you'll find yourself 70 years old and cancer riddles your bones. And, or you'll find yourself, you know, oh, I'm just going through a midlife crisis, depressed at 55. If you don't get dominion, those things will take dominion because the devil's looking for people. And I know this, you know, I'm, we're not up here talking about how God's going to bless you today. We do that. But I need you to understand there's a place and a call that God has for your life. And you need to step into your purpose. I may offend minds from time to time, but this is one of those pull up your britches, put your boots on and let's get to work. Christians should not be weak. You shouldn't be going through life 
tossed to and throw by to and fro by the storms of life. The Bible says a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. I would look at most at a lot of Christians and say they're unstable in most of their ways. They circumstances come. They're afraid of flu season. They're afraid that can't oh cancer runs in my family. Stop being afraid. The Bible says that I Jesus said I have overcome the world. In me in the world, you'll have tribulation, but be of good cheer because I have overcome the world. What is he saying? You're with me. I'm going to live in you. And so if I overcame the world, you'll overcome the world too. What does that mean? Overcome sin, overcomes infirmity, overcome depression, overcome anxiety, overcome the troubles in your family, overcome alcoholism, whatever it is, God's called you to live in a place of victory. So, I mean, we could spend so many podcasts on this, who you are in Christ, but the time comes when you begin to acknowledge. You should, even right now, begin to start thanking the Lord for who he's made you to be. Lord, I thank you that you said the righteous are bold as a lion and I'm righteous. I thank you that I'm righteous by the blood of Jesus. Even for some people saying those words, I am righteous would be a stretch because you're like, you don't know what I did last night. I am righteous. You're not righteous by what you've done. You're righteous by who you, whose you belong to, who you've become. Righteousness in the Old Testament, righteousness You can see this in Psalms 18. Righteousness was by the cleanness of their hands. David said, I've been made righteous. I've kept my hands clean. In the new covenant, righteousness is by our nature. We are righteous by nature. You've been born again. Godliness is by keeping our hands clean. But it's who you are. I'm righteous, not because I didn't sin last week. I'm righteous because I belong to Jesus. I've been born of God. I'm a new creature in Christ. It's my nature. Lord, I thank you that I'm righteous. I thank you that my hands are pure. I thank you, Lord, that I'm going from glory to glory. I thank you, Lord, that I have dominion over sin. I have dominion over sickness. I thank you that I have dominion over all the power of the devil. There's not a single demon on this planet earth that doesn't listen to my voice. Lord, according to Psalms 18 verse 44, the moment they hear of me, they obey me and the strangers shall submit themselves unto me. I thank you that I have power over all. I have authority over all the power of the devil. Yes, the devil has power, but I have authority over all of it. I thank you that the effectual fervent prayer, my, my effectual fervent prayers avail much. Every prayer gets answered that I pray because I pray according to your word and I pray in faith. I thank you that sickness doesn't come near my house because you brought them forth with silver and gold. There was not one sick or feeble one among them. I thank you, Lord, I'm rich and I'm getting richer because you said the blessing of the Lord makes one rich and adds no sorrow with it. Lord, I'm rich and sorrow free. I thank you, Lord, that I live in abundance, that I have an abundance of good things in my house because you said the righteous shall have good things in abundance in Psalm 112. Father, I give you glory. I praise you because I'm not who I was. I'm not just a sinner saved by grace. I'm not an an old man. The Bible says in Colossians 3 to put off the old man and put on the new man who's renewed in knowledge after the one who created him. That Lord, I thank you that I'm becoming more and more like Jesus, that the love of God is shed abroad in my heart. Lord, I thank you that I'm loved by God, that God is my very own father. Lord, that if anyone hears my cry, it's God. Lord, that God is on my side. Father, I thank you that I'm loved by God, that I don't live in condemnation that I don't live in guilt, that I don't live in shame. I don't carry the shame of the past, that when God sees me, he sees the blood of Jesus. He doesn't see past mistakes. 
I thank you that I'm loved by God, and I use that same love to love others. Lord, I thank you that I get to love God. I thank you for the privilege of serving you. I thank you, Lord, that I'm going from glory to glory. Lord, that I walk in victory every day of my life. I thank you that nothing shall by any means harm me. I thank you, Lord, that you've satisfied me with long life. I see the day, Lord, if you haven't raptured, come back to rapture us yet. Lord, I see the day that I'll be 95 and still strong, still strong, eyesight, still strong, no glasses, eyesight, strong hearing strong, bone strong, still still in marathon shape at 95. I thank you, Lord, for it by the power of God. I thank you, Lord, that even as Jesus said of Jesus that I won't break any bones. Lord, even my bones will remain unbroken. They won't be, Lord, I won't be I've fallen and I can't get up when I'm 75. It'll be I'm strong and getting stronger when I'm 85, 95. I thank you that my family is protected. Lord, I give you, I acknowledge what you've done through Jesus Christ. Amen. As, as until you're able to see the word of God for what it is, a description of what Jesus did for you, who God is, and then who you are, the terms of the covenant. People, we as children of God, we should be excited to dive into the word of God to see what does the word say about me today? What is a word that I can hide in my heart and get revelation on? What is a word that I can begin to, man, there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ. N- there's none. The, the place where I live, which is in the, the will of God, there's no condemnation. It doesn't exist. It's no such thing. It's like flat earth. It's not real. Condemnation is not real. The devil can try it, but it's not from my race of people. I'm a new race of person and condemnation doesn't live here. Hallelujah. Victory over sin. Temptation comes, but I laugh at temptation. I laugh at temptation because I walk in victory over it. Not only do I not live in habitual sin, but I help, but I preach the gospel and help see other people come out of sin. I'm a child of God. Do you know who you are? Do you know who you are? Have you acknowledged who you are? Do you know who you are? Hey, God's done a great work in your life. Begin to acknowledge it. Lord, you washed me in the blood of Jesus. I may not want, I may not be, I may not see the change I want to see yet, but thank God I'm not who I am. And I thank you that I'm going from glory to glory. Lord, by your word, let me attain the promises. Let me grow grasp hold of who I am. Father, forgive me for being willing to be stagnant here. Lord, I take a hold to your word today. And I, and I decide to, to go from glory to glory, even if it's one scripture that you take and begin to hide in your heart. Lord, I thank you that I'm a new creature. Lord, old things are passed away. Behold, all things are new and all things are of God. My mind is of God. My, my thoughts are of God. My path is of God. My decisions are of God. My, my walk is holy. My path is holy. I'm righteous. I'm covered in the blood. And you begin to acknowledge what he's done on the inside of you. Listen, I love every one of you. I don't even know every one of you, but I want you in heaven and I want you walking in victory. As a Christian, it's like, it's like, you go to battle and God gives you and your commander gives you these weapons. Hey, you got a bazooka, you got a sniper rifle, you got a handgun, uh, here's a knife. And, and you go to battle and there's enemies and you decide to leave everything but a pair of chopsticks back home. And you're like, I'm going to go out there and God's going to come and help me. 
And it's like, you're, my, you're like, I'm going to go out there. My commander's going to come and help me. And you're like, he's like, I gave you everything you needed. I gave you a shield. I gave you a gun. I gave you a bazooka. I gave you a sniper rifle. I gave you TNT. I gave you all of it. Why didn't you use it? Oh, I just thought I could leave those behind and carry this. It was less work to just carry this than it is to like carry all that stuff with me. And I thought you would just come up and help me. Christianity, Jesus said it is finished. He said my work is done. Now he intercedes for us. But we need to begin to use the weapons of our warfare properly, the righteousness of God, the blood of Jesus. Every person should be a a student of the Bible every day of their life. We could go on and on. I know this one is uh, uh, packed. I want you to listen to this one again. Turn it, go back to the front, because by the end, when you started feeling it, that's when when it's hitting your heart for the first time. The first, many people, the filter of their mind stops them from actually hearing for you're too full. Your breakfast, you have was four, it was two eggs, too many. Like you can, you can put your eat too much and not hear anything the Lord has to say to you. But go back and listen to it again. You are a child of God. I love you. We'll see you on the next one.